Hey, this is Saurabh, and I just want to borrow a few seconds to tell you, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. In 2016, Marvel released the first movie of Doctor Strange starring Benedict Cumberbatch. Now we're going to be talking about the sequel. And what makes this sequel very special is it brings director Sam Raimi back into the fold of comic book filmmaking. The movie we're going to be talking about is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Let's talk for a minute. Since the first Doctor Strange movie came out in 2016, Marvel has released a lot more movies and a lot more series as well, introducing us to a lot more characters and storylines to make up the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay, to start, let's go with the score. The score for this sequel is an 8.5 out of 10. For the pros of this movie, let me just tell you what was the biggest draw of all with this film, and that would be director Sam Raimi being brought back into the world of comic book filmmaking, as I mentioned earlier. Sam Raimi was a director who did the first three Spider-Man movies with Tobey Maguire. Actually, in this film, a lot of the crew that helped make those three movies are actually part of this movie as well. Danny Elfman is the composer in this movie, even though he also composed Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Bob Morosky, who is one of the co-editors of Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3, is also one of the co-editors of this movie. Oh, and one thing I do want to mention here is that Scott Derrickson was the director of the original Doctor Strange movie, and he was supposed to direct the sequel too. I don't know if it was creative differences or he quit. He was replaced by director Sam Raimi. As soon as I heard that Sam Raimi was going to be a part of this sequel, I became very excited for this movie. And that excitement has paid off because this movie absolutely has the Sam Raimi touch. It has some moments that are terrifying. If you want to know, does it have a bit of a horror movie feel to it? At times, absolutely. And by the way, parents, I just want to give you a heads up. Of course, I'd never tell you what you should and shouldn't show your kids. But what I will say is this. If you take them to this movie, there are going to be some scenes that are going to scare the shit out of them and you. Don't say I didn't warn you. But you see, that is precisely what I love about this movie and what I actually really appreciate about Marvel. It shows you that, you know, I know a lot of people say that Disney can make their stuff in a very cookie-cutter way and have it be safe. I don't think that applies to Marvel. Maybe at times, but with Marvel, they really do take some risks. They're willing to take some risks to keep it fresh and interesting. And with Sam Raimi, it's always going to be interesting. Benedict Cumberbatch makes a great return as Dr. Stephen Strange, but the actor who steals the movie movie here is Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch. She is absolutely incredible in this film. I don't want to use any other adjectives because that'll kind of give away some stuff with the movie, but she really is what makes this movie fantastic. And Sam Raimi and his particular style, how he utilizes Elizabeth Olsen and what Elizabeth Olsen does with the role, these two working together, it's amazing. And it just left me wondering why haven't they worked together before? And with casting, there are some interesting surprises and twists and turns and cameos. So just pay attention for those. There are also some really weird things in this movie. I'll just say, look out for a part that involves musical notes. I won't say more than that, but it is just so odd. Is it a pro? Is it a con? I remember when watching it, I just kind of was laughing at it. I just, it was just so out there. When I see something like that, I'm going to put that in a pro because I haven't seen it before. That is so unusual. It is so wonderfully Sam Raimi. That is definitely a pro. As for the con section, there are three things we can go over here. 
first. And this one's not a big, big deal, but for the music, Spider-Man composer Danny Elfman composes the score for this movie. It was okay, but there weren't any particularly memorable tracks. Even during some of the really scary scenes, kind of a letdown, but again, it wasn't bad music, it just wasn't anything special. The second issue is that when I would talk to friends who had seen this movie, they were saying that they didn't understand what was the motivation for the Scarlet Witch character, for Elizabeth Olsen's character, and the things that she does in this movie. With that, I will say this. This is one of the first times where if you have not seen a Marvel series, yeah, the character is not going to make sense. If you have not seen the Disney Plus series WandaVision, this character and where she is now and why she's doing what she's doing, it won't make a whole lot of sense. You can still enjoy it, but you have more context if you've seen that series. But for this movie, I actually don't care that much because Elizabeth Olsen's performance is just amazing. So for the most part, I'm willing to overlook that issue of you don't maybe fully understand her motivations because it's just that good and entertaining. But I do think this is going to increasingly become an issue for Marvel, whether it's for their series or for their movies. There's such a sprawling universe now. Things are so interconnected. You still can enjoy these things individually, but over time, it will make less and less sense because if you haven't watched the most current Marvel series and Marvel movies, you might not actually be able to follow all of it. You still could enjoy it for the campiness and just pure entertainment factor, but still might not be able to fully understand everything that's going on. And then for the third point, it kind of leads off this last point, and that is that this movie at times feels a little uneven. Most of the movie does have a Sam Raimi feel to it, but then there are times, there are some of these scenes where it's like, whoa, that kind of sticks out. That doesn't really flow with everything else we've been seeing. I'm assuming that's maybe the reshoots that were done. Maybe that's Disney trying to make the whole movie fit within the grander Marvel Cinematic Universe. It would stand out at times, and it would just be kind of weird. But that being said, with the pros and cons of this movie, overall, I loved what was done with this sequel. It has the Marvel campiness combined with Sam Raimi horror freakishness to it. I really enjoyed it. And to see the story of Doctor Strange go from the first movie, which was already really entertaining, to going in this completely different direction and having a completely different feel from the first one just made the experience very enjoyable. And now that you've heard what I think about the movie, I want to hear from you. Go on to Instagram and find our page at Sorob movie Q. S-O-H-R-A-B-S-M-O-V-I-E, the letter Q, and leave your thoughts. You loved it, you hated it, or wherever you fell in between. Again, the movie is Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It's an 8.5 out of 10. I hope you check it out. Thank you for listening. 